Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us for our word of the day. This morning, we're going to be in the book of Ecclesiastes, specifically Ecclesiastes chapters 1 and 2. That's what we're reading in our daily Bible reading. Uh, Ecclesiastes is a, a difficult book to read and to understand. For the first, really, 11 chapters, the author is lamenting kind of the the emptiness of life. And he really doesn't bring his point home until chapter number 12. It's scattered throughout what his point is, but he really doesn't nail it home until the very end of the book. So the book opens up in chapter 1, the words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem. Now, we believe that the subject of this book is King Solomon. The word preacher there means teacher. It literally means in the Hebrew, one that gathers together for purpose. And this purpose is teaching. The author, however, is not Solomon. It's someone else who is writing for Solomon. Solomon uh, taught these lessons to someone at the end of his life. He's looking back at his life and everything he's done, and he talks about, I've planted orchards, I've built cities, I've built a temple, I've done all these incredible things, and he's looking back at his life. He says, man, I've even had pleasure. You know, Solomon had a thousand wives. A lot of them, of course, were political uh, marriages for the purpose of increasing the wealth and the power of Jerusalem. But he's looking back at his life as his life is ending, looking forward to what's going to happen uh, with his name towards the at the end of his life when his son takes over. And he says in verse 2, Vanities of vanities, saith the preacher, vanity of vanities, all is vanities. What profit hath a man of all his labor which he taketh under the sun. One generation passeth away, and another generation cometh, but the earth abideth forever. So as Solomon is is ending his life and looking back, he's lamenting that everything he's done really doesn't matter. The word vanities there, of course, we, we understand it as empty or meaningless, but it's a deeper meaning than that. In the Hebrew, it's the word haval. And so he's saying haval, haval, all is haval. And it, it doesn't just mean empty. It really means like a vapor. Uh, it, it gives a connotation of smoke. Or, you know, right now I'm outside. You can see the vapor of my breath. You can see the breath. You can see the vapor but you can't grasp it. Like smoke, you see smoke and it looks like it has substance, but you try to grab it and there's, there's nothing there. And he's, he's really pointing back to the, the temporal nature of life, how life is fleeting. Even if we live to be 100 plus years, in the scheme of eternity, life is, is just a vapor. It's just meaningless. It's here for a second and gone. And also he says, you know, everything I've done, it's really... It, it doesn't amount to anything because, you know, unless you're someone like Solomon or someone famous, uh, you've been, you know, after 100 years after your death, no one's going to remember you. No one's going to re- recall what it is that you did for them or for the world. And so he says, man, all these labors we put in, all the wealth we try to get, all the, the pleasures we try to have, that's what chapters 1 and 2 are. He's listing the pleasures. He's listing what he's done. He's listing everything he's done in life. And he continues to say, it's, it's, it's vanity. It's empty. It really doesn't matter. 38 times throughout the book of Ecclesiastes, he says, life, life's just, it's, it's smoke. It's like chasing the wind. You can see it, you can go after it, but you can never get it. It's just kind of empty. And so starting to read that, you can think, man, this, this is kind of depressing. 
What's the, what's the point of just lamenting the fact that he spent his life bringing Israel to the golden age, uh, building the temple of God, building the great vineyards and the great orchards for God, doing the great work for God, getting all these relationships and having all this fun, when at the end of it, when at the end of his life, it's, it's, it's empty. It's a mist. It, it has no substance. And so you can start reading this book and think, man, I sure is depressing. And and here's the point that Solomon's trying to get, specifically in these first two chapters, that life not lived for God is pointless. You live your life in a career uh, trying to get a good job and trying to earn money and try to set up for retirement. By the time your life's over, uh, by the time your, your job time's over and you've actually made some money, you're too old to really enjoy it, and then you die and you pass it on to someone who didn't work for it, it doesn't even care about it. So what's the point? You spend your life building all these relationships, but eventually they're going to die and you're going to die. So, so what's the point? You live your life after all these pleasures, but the pleasures don't last. They don't really find fulfillment. So, so what's the point? And here's what Solomon's teaching us. Everything we do in life, and there's nothing wrong with the things he lists. There's nothing wrong with having a good career. There's nothing wrong with earning money and having security. There's nothing wrong with, with building relationships. There's nothing wrong with even having fun. God wants us to have fun. God wants us to enjoy life. But as we're doing it, we need to remember that we're doing it for the glory of God, even in pleasure. He says later on that, you know, a good meal we should thank God for. Good friends, we should thank God for. Yes, enjoy the meal. Yes, enjoy the friends. Yes, enjoy everything you're having. But remember, everything you have and everything you're doing is from God and for God. A life lived for yourself doesn't amount to anything. But a life lived for God can have an impact on eternity. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. We'll see you again tomorrow as we look at Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Have a blessed day.